Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hello and welcome to the dark forest. It's another live the dark forest at Nerd Melt. Let's clap. That's a good theme song, Jax. Yeah, it is that's a great, great. It's Mike Rickberg. Mike Rickberg uh, wrote that for me. Mike Rickberg used to be in a band, and then he um, he was he's in episode one of the pre-recorded ones where he explains how to use all of this equipment. Was that band called the Bugsy Malones? <laughs> they were not. Welcome to the dark <laughs> He had there was a lot of FX the first version. There was a lot of sort of uh, video game sounds and stuff like that. But um, I was like, clean it. Just uh, just clean. It's just him and his girlfriend singing he was in a band called rex daisy and mm-hmm. they went to south by southwest and they were they signed and they had an album and it was all very well and now he lives here and writes pepsi commercials and buys land <laughs> it's, uh, it's lovely i it's think you a- should do that thing that weeds did the first season and have a different type like a different style of theme song every episode Ooh, every episode yeah well, that sounds uh um, like a lot of work yeah yeah that sounds like more work than mike rickberg's up for all right and uh <laughs> yeah he sings mike rickberg does the does the song and then he sings the mexican hat dance and he made up words the mexican hat dance and it's quite hilarious and uh it isn't even mixed or anything it's just him on the episode singing the mexican hat dance song and i laugh and laugh and that's fun for me that's how the show ends <laughs> and then uh Pat, Pat Brady uh, does the audio and Vilmos fixes my website and those are the credits and now Meltdown we're in Meltdown again every month this is the third live The Dork Forest here in Los Angeles I'm glad you're doing these here I yeah. know it's exciting Chris Hardwick who is I, I have Chris Hardwick and Michael Palasek are my two uh, dork guests and they're both stand-up comics and this is Chris Hardwick's your baby this mm-hmm. is the nerd melt this is your we're inside my baby <laughs> It is a little moist. Yep. This is a moist baby. Hey, you got to keep babies wet. You got to keep the baby wet. You got to keep these babies wet. Right. And, and Michael Palasek, you've been on the show before. Yes. And did not get to talk. And I was like, no. we're going we're gonna... to... There was a lot of violent conversation. Hang on a sec. So we are here at... No, it was a terrible, stupid bit. I'm sorry. It was, with Mike, it was with Mike Schmidt. And Mike Schmidt is bossy Magoo he was, and uh, hilarious. He was dorky about rage. And yes. so he explained his stories and about... Made us, all in rage, and then, then you don't want to cut that person off in conversation. <laughs> about rage. No, it was Michael just going, "Yeah, no, no, keep talking. <laughs> no, go for it." So, and you wanted to talk about Harry Potter, and I was yeah. like, uh, "Chris Hardwick also enjoys Harry Potter, and so we're gonna do a Harry Potter episode." Yay! Yeah. I don't, we can applaud for that. I'm all for it. I brought my I brought six of the seven books. I have I have them in uh, paperback and hardcover, but only the British versions. And um, that uh, just cast Petrificus Totalis on my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry to take it blue. You were the. It's imp, it's important that I'm here for this because you were the one who in 2001 we were doing an open mic together at the Gypsy Cafe in Westwood, oh, right. and you were like. You were like, Chris, no, 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 you gotta listen. You gotta, you gotta read this. You gotta read Harry Potter. It's you should great. read Harry Potter. Yeah, you were just the new one. I think maybe the third book had just I, come out. Was Azkaban, it the third book? I think, yeah, I think so. Was Azkaban in 2001? Anyway, you had it. You had a hardcover edition of it. And you were like, it's a. I'm it's, like, really? A kid's wizard book? And you go, no, 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 no. It's more really. Than, 
Yeah. And I I burned through it so fast. Yeah, because they're, I mean, and so you started reading them in 2001. I think I started reading them in like 99 or, no, yeah, 98. I remember my senior high school, I saw someone with it and I was like, what's that? And they're like, it's like Star Wars. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no it's like nah. Star Wars? That's what they really? said. And then I saw her five years later and I was like, oh, I've read those books. They're really good. She's like, I only really read the first one. I didn't really, I'm like, you didn't, you didn't get it. You didn't it. get it. You didn't, you didn't get, get it. it. Yeah. That's the problem. You got to yeah. get it. Yeah. And I, I babysat for this kid who, when she turned 11, sobbed for a week that she didn't get a letter. And uh, and her parents were like, That oh, is awesome. It is awesome. That is and an amazing. It means that there was some really good parenting going on, huh? <laughs> and it's like, I want out. Well, I thought I was going to be able to leave. Am I not able to leave this family? That would have been the best 11th birthday present to send her just like a fake one and just ruin her life. <laughs> I did give Send her, her a thousand of them. I got I got her a necklace with a little magic wand on that's, it because because uh, I'm adorable. You just hear this, and you just like throw a dead owl out in front of the house. <laughs> Sorry, I guess. Sorry, you're more like Lily than uh, you're like Petunia. You don't get to be Lily, so honey. Sad. It's not that it's not that there's anything wrong with you. You're just not special. All right, I'll see you. It's uh, even better why? if you don't tell the kid it's not real. You just tell her that she's not good enough. <laughs> you oh, don't have it in when, you. Do you remember when they th- when uh, Neville's uh, uncle threw him out the window to see if he would bounce because he wasn't magical? They they were afraid he wasn't magical enough. That was that was told I think in book four. Well, we anyway, know he's a flashback. We know he didn't bounce because uh, he falls uh, he falls off the broom. He uh, falls off the broom in the first in the first book yeah. and breaks his wrist. I was like, well, why didn't he bounce the next time? Yeah. And because that came up, in, it was Chamber of Secrets actually, because Chamber of Secrets was the one where we learned about mudbloods. And how they thought he was a squib. Uh, his uncle thought, I'm going to try to sit closer to the mic. Uh, how they thought, his uncle thought he was a squib, so he threw him out the window. And, uh, but yeah, he should have bounced. Why didn't he bounce when he fell off the broom? I think maybe the first time it's like the instinctual thing of like, I'm doing magic, whatever. And then the second time was like, well, I've fallen before. <laughs> oh right, like like you because he wasn't thinking when his and his and his yeah. uncle I believe threw him out a window, like a second story window. Now yeah. does this live audience here are they as into Harry Potter as we are? Are you guys Harry Potter people? <laughs> that are, or are you dork forest people? What's what? happening? Oh, he threw him. Off oh, the he pier. threw him off the pier. Oh, there we go. Well. That's a yes. Uh, I feel like there's people out there that should be up here. Uh, <laughs> that is true of almost every episode of The Dwarf Forest. There are always people out there. Which, uh, which one? This is, is uh, Harry Potter oh, and the Goblet, Goblet of, of Fire. Fire. This yeah. is uh, the movie. I have an extra copy of this. Cedric. I think you just won it. Do you own the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the movie? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, then you... Oh, then you were the you were the proud owner of this item. I was going to make you guys find the snitch in the Ranger of the Dork Forest, but uh, I think you won, knowing that he threw him off a pier. That's crazy. You pick it up afterwards. It'll work. That's a good way to win things. Just throw out information that might be true that we don't know. <laughs> I heard they climbed the Empire State Building in the sixth book. No, they did it. No, they didn't. <laughs> it's a yeah. She'd give you a page. Yeah, number. she like, will hook you up. Hagrid has a third ball. All right, why not? <laughs> Yeah, it's a he's giant a giant. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a giant. They all have three balls. <laughs> that's how they. That's how it rocks. And uh, I said rocks, and you said balls. <laughs> I, anyway, I have, to, I, have to, I have to admit something though. I've not actually seen um, uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two. I've not seen Deathly Hallows Part Two. Right? Oh no! Don't, wow. don't, no, 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 no,
I don't know. You read the book, though, I right? did. I, and and I you kn- knew what you were getting into. I know, I know. But they <laughs> could have cut some of that out of the movie. They made two movies. They made <laughs> yeah. two movies so that they could be camping for a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy smoke, there's hundreds of pages here's, of camping. Here, here's why I haven't seen it. Sword in a River. This okay. is why I haven't seen the movie yet. Why? It's actually, the reason that I haven't seen the movie is nerdier than, than actually seeing the movie. And that reason is, it's the same reason I would not watch the last episode of Deadwood for about two years. Okay. Because I don't want it to be over. Oh. And so, so it's, it's very hard for no. me to like watch it and admit yeah. like I'm done with that because the second I'll the second I finish it I know I'm gonna be sad that it's over. Yeah. Okay. I co- totally understand. Uh, that. I completely get that. I teared up just looking at the Entertainment Weekly last one <laughs> of them. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. When that came out, it was it was pretty intense. Uh, I think because you know, and then she made Port Pottermore. Mm-hmm. Right, the Pottermore right. website is out where where you can get to know things, things, and there are thousands and thousands of like something like fifteen thousand words. Is that about right? That that were never published. There were several words that should not have been published because, uh, as you, I mean, it got bigger and bigger. Yeah. The books just got bigger and bigger because they were so popular. I think that no one was like, hmm. But you have the British versions, right? Right. Yeah. So there, where they say like they use British words like the Philosopher's Stone, and then and color and, is spelled with a U. Yeah, yeah, and, and Dumbledore a, uses the word cunt all the time. <laughs> easily, easily, yeah. he's constantly calling people cunts. <laughs> you know why? Because that okay. That and, cunt who must not be named. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Get Draco Malfoy's mom in here. Anyway, so um, no, she ended up being a nice lady, didn't she, Narcissa? Yeah. In, in the end, in, at the very end, she waited a long time. It was sort of like you might as well just say i repent right there at the end no one named narcissa could be really nice though no it's hard (laughs) but they're all related bellatrix and narcissa and and uh and andromeda there we go yeah that that brings up a question though because you're talking about how she like let harry be dead like be fake fake dead or whatever right because love triumphed because she loved draco but see that's what i understand like if he would have been like i don't know what happened what he should have been like he's alive he's living like is is that what we're supposed to think oh right right why would you have sold him out yeah would you have sold him out in that last book i guess that's what we're supposed to think is that since he saved draco he saved his own life why didn't yeah. Voldemort try to create? And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to say his name, uh, but why didn't? Uh, <laughs> oh no, the power, power. Why users. didn't Why didn't Voldemort create like his own like anti Harry and murder uh, someone's mom in front of a baby that she protected, and then and then take him and then you know like oh, really, raise him up so yeah, that they yeah, could so. battle each other like the Hunger Games? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it'd be awesome. Um, I don't know, maybe because I do want J.K. Rowling to do sort of an Ender's Shadow. How awesome would that be? Where it like in Ender's, I don't know if you ever read Ender's Game. I read Ender's Game. Okay, Ender's Shadow is the same story from one of the other guys Bean, on the team. That, Bean, yeah. yeah. And so if if there was a Harry Potter, if she was going to write the series again, would you prefer that she write it from Ron's perspective or Neville's? Neville's. I want, yeah. I want like one of the Irish, like Seamus, like some random Irish kids just like hanging out. Like, why do I get to go home early every year? Only. <laughs> I only would want it from Ron's point of view if, like, three quarters of the book was him just watching Ginny Weasley shower. <laughs> just peeking through the keyhole. Those big old keyholes. Now, were you cool with Harry getting with... with, with uh, cause- Andy wanted After her- she was 18, of course. After of course, she was 18. of course. And well, it's different in wizard years. You can. You met Hermione, I mean, 17. right? 17 is, is uh, majority. <laughs> 17. Is, yeah. is adultery. Yeah, exactly. Adulthood. There you go. Yeah. What about you? Did you now? Because um, I always thought that it would have been nice if you would have got with Luna. You know what? Uh, 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 yeah, I think, I think Luna... 
first off, in the casting of Luna, I felt like they paint like they they paint her as like an outcast in the book. Yeah, she's like I mean she's a kid, but she's like a like a good looking kid. People well, but aren't that ignoring was, that kid. But that was know? Hermione too. Hermione was supposed to be kind of like goofy looking, that's and she true. wants to fix her nose. And then they cast yeah. Emma Watson, who right. ruined, was yeah, like not... who was like. Come, when she when came she, out of her mother, it probably looked like the birth of Venus painting. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when she was 11, in the first book, uh, Andy suggested that when she was 18 that she might go Lindsay Lohan and like do a Playboy spread, and then it would just be, went, went, went. No. But no, she never did. did she a never Burberry did. spread. Well, much, which, much classier. A Burberry. Did she, did she <laughs> do all, that? All, all they did with Emma Watson to, to, to hermione her was they just, they just messed, messed up, her, up hair. her hair. That, yeah. was, that was it. Yeah, they, made, they gave her bushy hair. But, but Hermione in the book was supposed to like she had a kind of a long nose and she was like she super had bigger teeth bigger teeth super yeah. dorky and then she's supposed to blossom into this really right, right. pretty girl and then they just something. they just start with with emma yeah Watson. but if you saw i mean they they always do that with the movies it's it's did you see that that movie with uh um steve carell the new the new romantic comedy um I didn't know we were supposed to watch Steve Carell movies first. Yeah, you were supposed to watch some Steve Carell movies for this, uh, for this episode. No, oh, there was uh, yeah, yeah. Love. Love. Thank you, Crazy Stupid Love from the audience. And uh, yeah, Crazy Stupid Love. Well, the girl who plays the 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 babysitter is from the top model, America's Next Top Model. So she's like a 20, 21-year-old woman who's amazing looking, and she's supposed to be the ugly, ugly duckling. And you're like, no. No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying the giant five seven. At least they stacked. didn't cast like Charlize, Charlize Theron as McGonagall. And they're like, come on, <laughs> what are you guys doing? The yeah, fuck? that's all. I'll tell you. In the the second movie, I thought the second of this of the of book seven's movies, I thought the second movie was better than the first yeah. movie. But I. I did not enjoy the battle, the Voldemort battle at the end. I thought that they did something wrong because Harry was fighting Voldemort. I didn't love. Alert. I didn't love the Chamber of Secrets movie. Oh, you didn't talk like about the second. You're the second. No, no, the second the, the part the of second, the seventh movie. No, no, no. Seven point two. Oh, you're talking about the se- oh seven point. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. you. I thought, I thought I you. Like I should Chamber. call you it. You said. Cha- I thought you said Chamber of Secrets. No, no, no. But do, we. Yeah, let's just start the movies. Let's just do it. Okay. Uh, I. I rewatched. Who's running this thing? It's a uh, nobody. Nobody's <laughs> running this thing. It's just me, kind of blathering, and then we're hoping. The, do- we're the dark forest is just us running around naked, just in all directions, going. <laughs> ah! And occasionally we a shoot wizard. a tree. See who comes out. Yeah, Anyone? Like, Hobbit. Like one of the like 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 Peter the Wild Boy that they found. <laughs> right. Don't go into the forest. And uh, yeah, the the for but in the okay, so the first book, the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone, and I just rewatched that movie, and a lot of people they 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 hated it, they hated it, they said it was too kidly, there there was too much candy, but I thought that they actually they had so much to do where they had to keep it true to the book that it set the tone for the rest of the movies, you know, like every movie ended up being less like the books and. Um, they just did it because they knew that we were all in anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like the seventh, I mean, if you hadn't read the books and you saw the seventh movie, there was no way you knew what the hell was going. On. You were just like, Whoa. all right, shiny. And yeah, I did, I, I did see. It was stuff like for- a Tarantino movie if you hadn't seen the other book. <laughs> it's like, oh, I gotta watch the beginning and the end. Oh, that would have been awesome. Where like uh, Malfoy comes out of the bathroom and he left his shotgun on the kitchen counter and then fucking Harry just shoots him through the. Who leaves their fucking shotgun on the kitchen counter when you're staking out someone's apartment? Really? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get Pulp Fiction mad. Oh no, please, please. Amazing go. movie. 
Where, where's that max Where, where's the harry potter pulp fiction mashup <laughs> that we've so desperately been craving i think we do want that now that they're in college um does isn't he an aura now or something doesn't he go on oh to, did it yeah yeah, yeah did, is that what he became an aura? yeah i think he was gonna become so but i mean did you enjoy all of the mo- did you saw all the movies until 7.2 right my, yeah. my oh, yeah okay uh, you, you saw them all yeah I, i've seen them all i've seen all the movies it's several times have you seen uh, them a couple I, of times I, no no I, i've read the books a small i've seen Movies, I think at least saw them once and then catching some on TV. My, I kind of lost, like, the second movie, I kind of, whatever. The third movie kind of bothered me because the third book was, like, the first one when I read it. And I was like, oh, this is, it had me all the way through. And then, like, the whatever twists. And it just, like, there's a part where he, he's, like, I'm about to, like, lose his soul, which is, like, a big thing. Right. And, like, and like I was, I listened to a lot of the books. And so I was, like, driving when I listened to the books. Did you do Jim Dale or did you Yeah, do... I did Jim Dale. Okay. I didn't know right. there was another option. This oh, yeah, the British. Uh, the, who did the Jim British Jim Dale was British, right? Stephen Fry, thank you very much. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you. Yeah, Stephen Fry That's reads awesome. the... Yeah, yeah. And so Stephen Fry reads the British versions, but I've only so, heard the Jim So Dale yeah, I, that, when, Harry, when that part happened, like I swerved off, like I literally like, I, like swerved off the road a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, could have gone. I'm the Benters, man. Yeah. They're pretty scary. I'm like I didn't get pulled over. Like, what? You've been drinking? No, Harry almost got a soul sucked out of his body. <laughs> it's worse than death, because if you die, you don't even have your... You can float around. I don't know. But yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, he's been drinking. <laughs> then I watched the movie, and it was just kind of like ghostly. I guess what I'm saying is, is I wanted more Dementor on boy action. I didn't say that right. Um, but I felt like it could have been more threatening. Like it was kind of like his mouth was kind of going. I just yeah. it didn't seem like it didn't seem like there was that clear. And I felt like that in the seventh movie too. There wasn't that clear. It was so clean in the book. The battle scene and then that scene and then the movie is just kind of like everything's going on. Yeah, yeah, there were. T- it's I the mean, Matrix. They did a, They did. A, they did do a nice job of of doing the whole battle scene making it look like the mess that a battle scene would look yeah. like but there's no way i mean in this and since you haven't seen 7.2 you won't in in the end of the books harry never fights voldemort they have one you know one shot. spell on spell you know mm-hmm. magic and that's it and in the movie he's fighting voldemort voldemort would have smeared him like a Bug yeah. with a one arm tied behind. He his could back. turn his face into a pile of smoke and swallow you. Yeah, there was, there, was stuff, there were things I saw in the trailer for Seven Point Two. Like that didn't have it in the book. Yeah, there was. I mean, but there was more Snape, and there was. You know, I always. I wanted more. Hell, I would like uh, just a version from Snape's perspective. That'd be fantastic. Just yeah. you know, and then Alan Rickman could do anything. Quite honestly, I would watch Alan Rickman. I, I what I do think is amazing about all eight movies is that. Uh, I mean, when you look at any other series, they always, they usually fuck it up in the sequel. They, right. a lot of, almost all the time will fuck it up in the third movie. Right. I mean, I know they had a roadmap, you know, with yeah. the books, but still, I mean, you know, with varying degrees of, of, of success, the move, the, the series was pretty fucking amazing it, it from was, yeah. start to finish, all eight movies. Yeah, I was glad after the season, I think after the second movie, they stopped with the Quidditch. I was like, I we don't need to see any more Quidditch. I'm are we, good. Are I we get gonna it. bring up Quidditch? Yeah, you want to talk about Quidditch? Do you love Here's Quidditch? my problem with Quidditch. I like I, okay. I I like sports. I understand. Okay, so you how know things work. about sports. Yeah, and like my biggest problem with Quidditch is the one thing's worth like 150 points. That's not a sport. That's like MTV <laughs> basketball where you shoot at the top goal and get 30 points or whatever. Like it just didn't it just didn't uh it didn't make as much sense to me. My, I like watching it though. Like I, I just like I enjoyed watching the scenes when they were fun, but it, my like, my biggest problem with Quidditch Quidditch is that um, brooms don't fly. 
Um, <laughs> My biggest yeah. problem with the brooms is that why are they flying in brooms? I mean, why aren't they just flying? I mean, it's just it's not the coolest thing to fly in. Sometimes there's um. I think that was just more of a, an adorable, like, oh, we're tying it into, you know, to witch witches lore and, and yeah. It's very consistent with them doing things that have never progressed over a thousand years. Oh, They're right, right. Like, 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 it feels like we, like, when you walk up to a door and the door parts <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get into like, the grocery store, and, and they don't have that. They don't have that. And that's just we, uh, the weird things that they don't have. I did like, love, I did like, why don't they have LASIK eye surgery? I do love, oh, because they could just. Well, I mean, why is he wearing glasses? They're magical. <laughs> They're some I mean, magical people. It's a, it, you would think at some point he would be able to, I mean, she could fix her teeth. Hermione could fix her teeth. You would think at some point, move a cornea. Let's do this <laughs> move a lens back that's and very serious bit. there could be a lot of ramifications you don't want to yeah, madam pomfrey could have done it she made earmuffs for dumbledore I, did, I, did, I always did love the whole thing with um the elder weasley and his fascination with with hu- with human technology oh right, right. i thought that was such a cool story storyline really um, yeah that they because yeah i know like what well, i mean the, the, i don't understand why they were so that that also doesn't make sense because they were they were pretty integrated into human society right so the idea of like uh yeah, we don't know what knowing. cell phones are you know like yeah you really <laughs> can't fucking go. right you gotta you gotta figure out how to make your patronus go and talk for you i mean that was some trick <laughs> that was some tricky magic according to you know though mcgonagall sent three out at once that was pretty sweet when she sent out here's the thing is i have jim dale on my yeah. ipod and it's a t- in in my car but for some reason it's not listed as an audio book so when i have my <laughs> ipod on shuffle like three minutes of the book will just pop up in the I mean like the arrhythmics and then all of a sudden Harry pulled out his wand <laughs> you know you can you can you can fix that <laughs> I think I probably could I if don't you know go, if you go if you go into iTunes yeah if you sure go, if you go into iTunes and you right click on the track uh, but you got to click on every track, don't no, you? No, no. Well, you can select them all at once, or okay. you, can, you can select the book, and you can you can you can tell it to skip when shuffling. Oh, you, can you? you? You can tell iTunes to skip certain tracks when shuffling, so that you won't get oh, so okay. that you won't get books coming up when you're I got... when you're listening to your foreigner or whatever it is you're rocking out to at the time. <laughs> Allow me to tell you that I was listening to some Street Life Serenader by a Billy Joel from 1974. You're as cold as ice. <laughs> Harry lay on the ground as the Dementor descended. <laughs> That's it exactly. It's just like Lily's hand opened and the flower opened within it, and you're like, "What just I'm happened?" I'm the one who wants to be. And you couldn't do another song. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's there's no yeah. There's no reason for it to be like that. But it, you know, it does harken back to I used to uh, take VHS movies and uh-huh. uh, put attach my um, tape deck to the VHS machine and then just record the audio off of the movie. And, and listen like, yeah. to them while I drove around and did one nighters. This would be amazing. Yeah, it was. Wait, yeah. this would be amazing. Yeah. Create a playlist of all audio book chapters and do a book shuffle and see if you book can shuffle. create. See if you can create a linear story. Don't think I wouldn't love that. That would be because I've got Sarah Vowell also not listed as a book, and I, so sometimes Assassination Vacation pops in. I bet. That in almost in like in like Pink Floyd Wizard of Oz style, oh, right. that 
that you might get some serendipitous thing. It might, it, if it worked, it would fucking blow your mind. It would. How awesome would it be if all seven books were set on shuffle, and then you'd be like, <laughs> Chamber of Secrets. All right, Phoenix, and you know you could just. Oh, you're still talking about the Harry Potter. I'm talking about all oh, of your books. books. <laughs> all right, I'll tell you what I did have. Um, it was kind of nice. I had. I never did do what I wanted to do. Like, I had Midnight Run, and I had all the Star Wars, the first three Star Wars movies on audio, where I could just listen to the movie. And yeah. I was just listening to the dialogue and the... And um, and it was fun. Yeah. But um, I, I wanted to do The Godfather. Because I think listening to the... Because if you've seen a movie often enough, once you listen... You can listen to it, and you're like, oh, it's like watching it. But, I mean, it's also... I have an iPad. I can also... Watch a movie while I drive, which is less positive. <laughs> less positive. To watch a film, Netflix streaming as I'm driving down the five. <laughs> that or seems like a bad idea. Almost as bad an idea as the animated billboards that are all over town. Right, which are also too much. I mean, why would that be they something? They should just put like really like short parts of episodes as you drive down the highway. You can watch <laughs> season like, six but, of Friends. Right. If you if you go the length of the 405, <laughs> you will have seen all of Breaking Bad. <laughs> You're like, well, I drove from Modesto, where you can buy meth, to uh, down to San Diego. <laughs> where... Give it a nice background. Yeah, it would be nice. That's that's an idea. It would be. Let's tell people. It's, uh... So, um, yeah, I did. There was someone who tweeted after you tweeted Nerdist, um, mm-hmm. which is Chris Hardwick's. Uh, obviously, I believe many people know your Twitter account. Yeah, I don't know. So, okay. sure. So it's at Nerdist is Chris Hardwick's and then uh, at Michael Palasek. Uh, but so, Geek Geek Chic L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweeted Expecto Nerdium. Mm-hmm. Which made me laugh. Expecto Nerdium. <laughs> Expecto Nerdium's fantastic. I think that has been added to the periodic table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it should be. It's a, it should be like a. I like the idea of it as an actual. Can you, if you discover an element, can you name it whatever you want and no one can say anything? So you could have like, fuck Balsium, and they'd be like, well, <laughs> I discovered this be. element and that's what it's called. So it's you true. can fucking enjoy my element. Or you can fuck my ballsium because, <laughs> because uh, this, this element is being called fuck ballsium. This is how we're going to do this. This yeah. is how it's... Uh... It'd be really funny if they were like, no, and they're like, well, I'm going to destroy this element then. It doesn't exist anymore. How important is it to yeah. you? How important? What does it do? You don't know what it does yet because you haven't discovered it yet. you got to develop that into a longer chunk. Because, pe- you know, when you're performing in the Midwest, what people really want to hear is periodic table of the elements <laughs> jokes. <laughs> You should hear my howl bit. It's a Ginsburg. People love a nice Ginsburg <laughs> reference. And uh Yeah, it's uh So did you ever go I was telling Michael about this, uh Chris, and both of you guys, have you ever been to Dumbledore is not dead? Like before the seventh book came out, Dumbledore is not dead dot com went through all of the books with a fine tooth comb and essentially uh proved that Dumbledore was not dead. That is the opposite of Paul is dead. Um, oh, right, with the Beatles? The Beatles yeah. yeah, because you proof that he isn't. If you look at the Sgt. Pepper's album cover, you can see that it's only right. the you play it backwards. big Hitler face in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Could, you remember when they were they were constantly telling people to play things backwards? You're you're a techie nerd. How do you... Uh, can you play things backwards? I don't know how to play things backwards. How do you play things backwards? Do you just spin it backwards on the on the, on the the turntable? 
Is that how you played no, that, it backwards? No, that's how you. That's how you played it backwards. That's that's uh, back in the day. Yeah. Is that how you ba- played back, it back? iPod? Do you, can you reverse shuffle with the certain? Oh, you, can, is, is there you a can, right click? I mean, can you, no, no, no. <laughs> Tell us, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I do. There might be. Why wouldn't there guys, be? Guys, guys, guys! If you just swap your earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter sounds like the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Voldemort's the good guy. <laughs> um, yeah, with, with the old with the old backward masking, you would have to uh, you know you you would basically have to set it on the neutral you know speed where you basically turn okay. on the the uh, your your turntable and then you would spin it backwards and it would go. Ri- we always it, to, uh, if you ever want to sound like you're talking backwards, yeah, you just you just can just say the words turnip and Brezhnev over and over again. Turnip Brezhnev, turnip Brezhnev, turnip, and that sounds. But then every once in a while, like we were listening to Queen's "We Will Rock You" backwards. Yes, and I'm I'm almost positive that they said decide to smoke marijuana. So oh, you hear like, <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's one of those like, could you have already been smoking marijuana? No, no, no. I was too straight a kid to oh, ever to do any drugs or anything. But uh, and Queen, you were taking the bull by the horns right there. <laughs> yep, it was right. you were like, we're going to rock. I really like Mighty Ducks. <laughs> well, there was that thing in the 70s where, where our, our pop and you know, kids today don't remember this, but like the whole thing of satanic backward masking, you know, like all the, all the crazy religious right shit that you hear now that's been going on for a long time and in the 70s it was backward masking as satanic and and like you know you'll kill yourself and you'll worship the devil and, oh yeah and, and, and D&D was going to send you over the edge yeah and, exactly and so yeah, yeah. You, we would always try to listen to stuff backwards and, and I could never and just find the message but man. as kids it totally spooked you out you're like whoa we're opening another dimension and you weren't yeah. you were probably just creating you probably just you know right well you're, I don't know if you remember the ad campaign for McDonald's as I digress completely and entirely from Harry Potter uh, but if you could say two all beef patties special sauce lettuce cheese pickles onions on a sesame seed bun backwards you got a free Big Mac and so I spent a summer learning that and then <laughs> granted I was nine and my parents never went to McDonald's and they yeah Sad story. Sad story. Tear jerker. I didn't now, get those nitrates does that, that summer. Does it, does it, if you say all that stuff backwards, does, does McDonald's go back to its own dimension like Metal Flick? <laughs> Ooh, DC reference. such a fucking that, nerd reference. That is. Um, uh, how do you say his name? Um, Metal Simple, it's like uh, it's Mitzquick or Kip, something, Kipple right? Skim or something. It's M. There's no vowels in Superman's evil uh, sort of Jokery kind of a bad guy, right? And he's from another dimension. And if you you got to say his name backwards to send him back to his other dimension. What a fucking weird. And I don't know why I know. What that. a what a weird. Because I don't read that property of the universe. And yeah. It's like, well, yeah, this guy's well, names have power, man. I don't know if you've read Le Guin. If you can trick him into say, if you can trick him into saying his name backwards. Yeah. Oh, is that what you had to do? You had you to make the, him say his name. Yeah, backwards? you couldn't just say it at it because then that would have ended the book. Would have been like page two. <laughs> ah, we got rid of him. <laughs> Every time Every he pops time back, Super we just say his fucking name backwards. Every time Superman saw it's him, it's a he web just series. Like... <laughs> Aha! Simple skim, fucktard. Boom, gone. Gone. Constantly trying to get back. Yep. <laughs> Shit. Oh, so he had to say it. Mm-hmm. That actually makes much more sense. Okay, I like it. So Dumbledore, but I okay. So, so you think Dumbledore's still alive? I, I genuinely thought when we went into book seven that he was that he had pulled a Gandalf and that he was still alive. You're shaking your head. You thought it for sure. Well, and- but they they give you that they give you that device the whole time that uh, Fox right uh, comes back. 
because right, he's a phoenix. Right. There's a phoenix, and when he when when Dumbledore was buried, there was like a phoenix fire that came out of. They his They really grave. did set up that he was gonna re- that he was gonna right. come back, and there was a difference in the British version and the American version. Do you remember that? Okay, so uh, in the difference between the American version and the British version, there were some lines that were edited out, and in DumbledoreIsDead.com. Under uh, let's all play dead together. Only the British people get a live. Double. In the British version, McGonagall says, "I sure can't wait until he comes back." <laughs> they cut that out of the no, American. No, no, it was version. actually the the British version was shorter. In the American version, there was like like a, a half a paragraph that was added into the American version oh that was not in. The, the British version, it's when they're standing on top of the, um, the astronomy tower mm-hmm. and, uh, Harry's frozen and he's, and he's under the invisibility cloak and Dumbledore is standing there talking to Draco and he tells Draco that he's gonna, um, that Draco's like, you don't have to kill me. You don't have to kill me. And Draco's like, I do have to kill you because they're gonna kill my, my parents. They're gonna kill my dad. They're gonna kill my mom. And Dumbledore says that we can pretend that we can, uh, fake your parents' death. And that's not in the British version. Oh, it's only in the American version. Because Americans watch 24. And we, <laughs> I thought, though, the reason that we knew he was dead, because I read the book about what was going to happen in the seventh book before the seventh one came out. Really? Uh, what's what going to happen in the seventh book? Was, was that what it was called? Yeah, it was based off whatever website that came out. I don't know if I, I, I bought it and read it. Maybe someone gave us a gift. Really? And, yeah. And the, the reasons they said that he was dead was because, and everyone knows, like, once he like Harry became unstoned, like he would have been like un- he would have been frozen still if he would have been alive. Because once you die, your spells stop working. Probably. Oh right, right. Oh that's how. Oh that's how you knew that he was dead. dead? Well, that's how that book knew. And then I just kind of at well, the time was kind of like oh that I have a depressed. So magic. when you die, all your spells go back to normal. Well, all the ones that are holding up, yeah. That's what they say. Like, what if Dumbledore just as a favor had given some guy like a really big dick and then is like, and then Dumbledore dies and you just hear, or no! he weeded the garden. No. I mean, that probably would have happened. That would have happened. Then all of a sudden, tiny penis. Oh, man. Yeah. Dumbledore's dead. That would have been his first clue. That's a really good point, though. Chris. Because, <laughs> like, his, they would be like, oh, so sad. My friend died. <laughs> when he went to pee he would have found out that's how he would have found out oh man it was like he didn't get a call he didn't get a patronus or an owl and so he just got oh that's how it, that's how it's found oh, out i got so, my first dick back yeah but there was like there was like a line that was like nobody would be surprised that you had died in your attempt to kill me forgive me but lord voldemort probably expects it nor would the death eaters be surprised that we had captured and killed your mother it's what they would do themselves after all and that was not in See the see the highlighted. I'm gonna put it in the notes. Anyway, uh, so uh, but it was there was there was not in the British version. It's a much shorter paragraph. You'll you'll see uh, in the British version as the uh, the American version. And um, yeah, it. I mean, I thought that. I thought that. Um, that he was just gonna pull a Gandalf. I you know I was still thinking that it was like like a kids book to some extent where they're you know like when you're when you're reading a kids book and somebody dies in it. You don't really think, oh, like who who kills people in a kid's book? Right. And especially major characters. And she did. Good work. Well, she, but the books, but I mean, what was genius about her writing of the books is that they essentially matured with the characters. I mean, like the meta style oh, of the yeah. book matured as the characters matured. Right. Which I think was, 11, pretty, it was, was written, pretty, pretty genius. That is... Yeah, because what? The first person died in the fourth book, right? In, uh, the first I think, main Ask, character. 
Azkaban. Did someone die in Azkaban? No, did anyone? Actually, die I, in I think Azkaban? the first people to die were James and Lily Potter. <laughs> <laughs> in the prequel, we can get over oh, that. Okay. <laughs> do you think they're ever going to do like like the, just the way Hollywood is, or you know, like Young Dumbledore Chronicles, like do fucking <laughs> right, like the young, uh, the young, young Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones? Like they're going to do like prequels and the, I, I would love to see. I yeah, would, I, would I would actually a young Snape. Let's watch him be a jackass for years. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who would play that? It'd be like Johnny Depp. Again, <laughs> just going back in time. No, um, yeah, that would actually, yeah, I mean, th- there's, there's tiny characters that they could make like a whole other, like I, I would, I would, you know, cause I, they didn't do in the final movie, they didn't do the pensive. Like I thought the pensive part was amazing mm-hmm. where, you know, we actually, we get all the answers. We get all the answers, all the answers you've ever wanted. Finally, you get them in a 700 page tome that, <laughs> uh, that you're like, Oh, awesome. Let's just, you know. I mean, it'd be, I would like to see a young Lily Potter. Like, how do, you know, how does James t- turn out to not be a dick? You know, I mean, he, he grows up and he's, he stops being quite the jackass that he was. But I, I, I'd love to, I want to see, go back under a generation. I want to see, I want to see like the dump, the young Dumbledore. Oh, even back further? Yeah. And, and when he's in love with a Galeric Grindelwald, mm-hmm. Grindelwald? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of I want to see a their I want to see a young gay wizard story. <laughs> that'd be perfect. Finally, the gay wizard story of our Oh, they're coming. We've said oh, gay shit. wizard. Someone's trying to steal my Nimbus 2000. <laughs> Set it on a uh, I like it. Should we let that Do we want to Car alarms are fucking dumb. Like really? <laughs> who's that going to In 2011, who's that, that stop? Like I want to, I want to fucking steal the car so it stops. Right, right. Does that work? I don't know. I'd stop. It stop the car alarm. <laughs> That'd be a It'd horrible be the... car alarm. Look, it's gonna go off until someone finally drives away in it. <laughs> you should upgrade it. You should have upgraded. My car <laughs> alarm sucks. All the doors open, and then the car just starts itself, and it's yeah, it just lets you drive it anywhere. What What's do you think it was about J.K. that you know, like this woman? Single mom, you know, like we're living on welfare, basically. Right. Uh, living on the dole. They have welfare in England. The dole. Yeah, they got the okay. dole. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say. Yeah. But the but the equivalent. Yeah. Uh, uh, and don't I don't want to get a fucking email. It's like well, technically the dole is the welfare. Like, I don't give a fuck about it. Okay. Yeah. She was getting money from. A, she was a, a single parent and she was getting some cash and it was yeah. all working out for her. And she so how does how does she how do you think she becomes she like, comes one of the most like really the most popular author of our of our day. I don't because there is also a comic book series called uh, and then the car alarm goes off again but uh, there's also a, a comic book series there's more than just unwritten right yeah Dana could you go fix that and then if no okay. one drives away in it it'll go off again in two minutes just and, uh, but the uh, uh, yeah when when the um can't think straight can't must focus focus that's some sort of spell and then like the dead look out in the clouds is there a snake eating confundium a, a, eating a- <laughs> I've been conf- it's a confundus charm. And, uh, but, uh, okay, so there's Unwritten by Mike Carey, which I was telling you guys about. And I've mentioned on about a half a dozen episodes, which is un- Unwritten is the Mike Carey if, if it were all real, but it was uh, a slacker thing. It'll be in the notes. But there's another one that Neil Gaiman wrote. And Neil Gaiman, was it Neil Gaiman? House of Magic, I think it was called. And if you, I should have grabbed one of those too, because the, the art on it, it's Harry Potter and it was published in the eighties. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a black haired little boy with some, with some glasses and he, uh, turns about 11 and then he goes off to wizard school 
And then, uh, yeah. So the thing is, is I don't know that J.K. Fog Rowling Mort's. read it. Totally different book. <laughs> totally different book. <laughs> it's set in the Moors. And, uh, but, the, <laughs> but they didn't, uh, yeah, but I don't know that she read them, but obviously the guy who did the art read them uh, because he drew the same kid. It's the same person uh, in the art-wise. And uh, I wish uh, I had... I'll be right back. I'm going to run into Meltdown and get that uh, get that comic what, book. What, which, what's it called? Oh, so it's, it's a comic book. Yeah, it's a comic. It's a graphic novel series called House of Magic or something like can that. Can someone can someone run back and see if they have House of Gaston has House of Magic in the store? Oh, is he good for him? And uh, yeah, that's awesome. Because uh, and then what what do you guys it's want? The to joy do? of 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 having your uh, theater space in a giant fucking comic book store. <laughs> it's just basically like it's a nerd attic. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, coming out there. It's just see, a, we have House of Magic. House of Magic. All that this place seriously needs is coffee. Yeah. And then I would be in heaven. I could just you sit need a, here. You, need, you know what, though? You need a you need a food serving license for that. And those are expensive. Oh, right. And all just, they can do is just hand you bottles of water over yeah, at the Yeah, yeah. We can't. And we can't just serve. Coffee. We can't just serve coffee. Can you give it away? Uh, Maybe. Like the beer? Like sometimes they give away beer places. For private like events. Oh, for private yeah. events. Okay. Yeah, this is very public. Do you guys but if, feel? You know what, though? If the Red Hot Chili Peppers show up, we can give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was just trying to... Oh, look at that shit! Look this that is shit. fucking awesome! It is Neil Gaiman, and it's the Books of Magic. And, um... Yeah, they're called... Jesus the, Christ! The Are you from... fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a motherfucking owl on his shoulder! What exactly. is this shit? Ah... It's the same thing. And look at, look at the publication And look day. at a young Neil Gaiman on the back with a fucking owl! <laughs> <laughs> Neil Gaiman's on my podcast. If I were Neil Gaiman, every other word out of my mouth would be, uh, J.K. Rowling owes me fuck tons of money. <laughs> I told ridiculous. you. Yep. There's a little kid with glasses and black hair, but he's on a skateboard and he's floating above a town and there's clouds in the back and he's being clutched by a wizard and what the fuck? Okay. What the fuck? Oh my God. Wow. I totally... What, what do you, what's yeah. Oh, it's just a note about Dana. Dana had to go get. He left his laptop at his at a restaurant, and uh, and he's gonna go pick it up before they uh, sell it for weed <laughs> or whatever. Whatever Boy, happens. What's the address of the restaurant and table? Uh, please attend uh, the the Thai restaurant across the street. If I, he, I like if that he doesn't get his laptop back, it's gonna be a very interesting set. Yes, it's gonna be a set because uh, Dana Gould is gonna be closing the show with uh, some stand up comedy. Uh, are we all fans of Dana Gould? I am. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, comedians ever. Uh, ever. Yeah. He's he's uh, this, he's Simpsons. Like he was. Yeah, he, he wrote on the Simpsons for there, seven did years. Did you see the Harry Potter? Simpsons, Simpsons? I never did. Really? Yeah, I did. It's interesting because it's the one that where where they kill Whitebeard or whatever the Stumblebore, right? Oh, they kill the Stumblebore. Well, he's character? like reading the book to uh, the, uh, Greystash. Yeah, Grace. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> is his name Greystash? His name's, Gray, his name's Greystash. <laughs> he's reading the book to to uh, the daughter uh, Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, thank you. <laughs> I know. Okay. Harry it's Potter, a new show. Yeah, right, right. I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. Sorry. <laughs> um, and, and like he's and she falls asleep, but he can't stop reading it. Whatever. But it came out like. Maybe less than a year after the movie like, did, or the book, or it was the book after the sixth book came out, and I was like, oh. "Wow, they just ruined it for people what, that were not." But what the, 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 yeah, ador- but the adorable story is that he's reading Lisa the book, and then he yeah. reads ahead and finds out that Greystash dies. Yeah, and then so he makes up an ending because he doesn't want her to know that the character died. Aww, uh, Homer. Homer, yeah. Is it so, Homer? So it's kind Aww. of adorable. They did, a, they did a couple Harry Potter yeah, that satires. Was the one that I, that's odd. I, I would actually like to see those. Yeah, they're all right. I feel well, like you should. 
If like, only there was some World Wide Web of information <laughs> that you could if access. There was only way, some way to anything. get a streaming uh, suggestion. Yeah, I'm tripping out over this. I'm tripping out over. Yeah, this, this book of magic business, I, and they're good. I own them all. Do you want to pass them up? It's uh, here. Pass this one around. What's your opinion? Because like. I mean, you can do that with a lot of art, right? Where you're like, this looks like that, and it was made before. So they should, oh, like, how come he hasn't made kajillion dollars off of her? Like, I don't know. like, like, oh, like, like, like how we come there the was no suing, to, or? Yeah, how, we, we can't be the first people to ever discover no, that. No, no, no. I want to ask him about it, but I'm afraid that if I do, he's going to be like, if one more person <laughs> asks me. <laughs> Yeah. Can you ask him why he chose to live in Wisconsin? Because uh, he lives in he lives Wisconsin. In Minnesota. He lives in Minnesota. I thought it was right over the border in Wisconsin. I, no? Uh, he lives you, outside of uh, Minneapolis. Right, right. I thought it was in Wisconsin, though. Wait, the character in the book or the author? Where is it? It's on the way to Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. You're wearing your Minneapolis shirt. It's a uh, yeah. I lived in Minneapolis for many years. It's a fucking cool town. It's, in a, it's a sweet, sweet town. I was just in Portland. Except for nine months out of the year, it's uh, unlivable. <laughs> if you dress for it, it doesn't matter. You know, I when I lived in Minneapolis, I had the shittiest like 1983 uh, Ford Escort, and uh, the hood popped up once and uh, and slammed the uh, the the windshield, and it was genuinely 50 below. It was 45, 50 below with the windshield. And I had to get out of my car to put the hood down. And I saw a guy in my rearview mirror, and I was like, "Oh, some guy's gonna help me. This is so nice." He was jogging. What? In forty-five below. I was like, "Was this? Yeah. Did this happen to you before Tommy Boy came out, or after Tommy Boy came out?" <laughs> and did David Spade see it happen uh, and then I write think, it into uh, a movie? I think it was before. It was the nineties. <laughs> it's a hardier stock up in that part of the country that can withstand the the cold. It's a hardier yeah. stock of human. Yeah, it's I mean, it's weird when people live in those places that are that are they're like, well, you just dress for it. You go in, you go out. You're not really. I mean, my sister doesn't even wear a coat. She wears a couple, uh, like a shirt and a sweater, and she's like, "Well, I'm in my car, and then I'm in my office, and I'm in my car, and then I'm in the coffee <laughs> I love shop." A lot so. of the, a lot of those cities up there, and you know, in, in Wisconsin, yeah. they they have those. Uh, there's like those habit trail cultures. Oh, the habit trail things, yes, where you don't have to actually go outside. Ever get out of your car? Yeah, it's I mean, pretty sweet. I mean, ever get out of a building? Yeah. You, I mean, well, you could just drive your car into a building. When I worked at Kinko's, I took the bus. I had a Braggart. very glamorous, glamorous <laughs> life in 1990. It was a pretty sweet time. I've decided, by the way, why Kinko's reminds me of a. Uh, it's, <laughs> no, because it does. It's very tense and it's very quiet, and everyone's thinking to themselves, "Am I going to kill someone, <laughs> or is someone going to kill me?" So that's, I mean, because that's Kinkos. Kinkos, there's no music. Now let me ask you a question. You yeah. work at Kinkos, right? Uh, are, are you are you not allowed? I mean, I guess are there rules about you can't read people? Like, for, let's say someone someone comes through and they want you to photocopy their crazy manifesto about how right. they're going to fucking shoot everyone in the face. Yes. Are you required to report that or are you required to not If it's short enough and you notice anything? it, you're, you're required. If you notice it, yes. But remember, seven bucks an hour. You're not looking at anything. And uh, I have killed and You're not uh, helping forests. anybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so the thing is, is you're mostly just not paying attention. Like all, almost everyone I worked with was in a band and because uh, they needed free flyers. And those, and, well, uh, this, this, this can't go up here down yep. the street on sunset is like a fucking triage like it's there's like <laughs> people mean? in various state like people just look really fucked up and you know oh, like all the workers no 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 just like people who come in all right and yeah it's it's a it's a, both sides you know voodoo cabby issue it's like it's like crazy crazy yeah both sides of the counter at a kinkos is is ins- there's no reason for a kinkos to exist i mean because 
the people working at the Kinkos want to kill you and want to leave, and there's nothing to do, and it's horrible. And the people who come in have been forced to go to a Kinkos. <laughs> so, I mean, you're just like, uh, the, the last straw for me was it was a Saturday afternoon, and I was working, and it was just me and one other guy eating a Chris sandwich in the back. <laughs> and this woman comes in, and it's a Saturday afternoon. She's working overtime and doing somebody else's job, and she's like, why am I here? Why am I here? And she keeps she's telling me the sob story, and it's very sad. And, uh, and I'm trying to be supportive. And she needs color copies, and the color copier isn't working. Uh-huh. And I'm fucked. And she's getting angry. And she actually says that thing that you should never say to somebody who works at a job where they hate, which is, how long have you worked here? You'd think you'd know what you were doing. Oh. Yeah. At which point. Kind of a point. Kind of a point. <laughs> well, the thing is, is it, the machine was broken. And there was nothing I uh, the red was all off, just if you need to know. Oh. And, uh, and so what I had to do was I said, you know, there's another, you can have these for free. Uh, they're slightly red, <laughs> uh, but uh, there's another Kinko's two miles up the block and I'll call them and I'll, and she's like, I don't want to. And uh, so she said, try again. And I did like five or six of them. <laughs> and I said, I'm, I, I can't do anymore. I'm just, it's never going to work. And she's like. Well, can I, I, can I talk to your manager? And I said, there is no manager. And uh, there's, I mean, it's me and the guy eating the Chris sandwich. And, <laughs> and she's like, well, you'd think you'd know what you were doing. And I said, we're done. We're done now. You can leave. And she's like, what? And I said, don't let the door hit you in the ass. See you later. And oh. she's like, what? And I said, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the guy comes out from his Chris sandwich. She's like, tag out, tag out. That's <laughs> And I was like, no, no, there's no reason to tag out because she's leaving. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's the only, she's the only one. And she's like, and so he's like, just what? And he's pulling me away. She's like, he's like, just go into the back. Just go into the back. I'll take care of it. So I'm standing behind her, him, and she can see me, but he can't see me. And she starts making stuff up about how rude I was and how bad I am and how evil it all was. And so I mouth the words, but do not say them out loud. Cry baby. And I do a teardrop coming from my yes. cry baby. Oh, yeah, as a cry as a crybaby would. Right, as a crybaby would have silent tears, silent, yeah. silent tears. And she bursts into tears and goes, I am not a crybaby and storms out. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story where uh, uh, then the, the, the manager who was twenty three, I believe about two years younger than me at the time, and uh, she uh, she took me out to lunch on Monday and said yeah, you got to tag out, Jackie. Uh, that's a technical term, by the way, tagging out. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if it gets ugly, he'll take over. Anybody will take over. I'm not saying that isn't funny. I'm, and it was a sign of the end. It was a sign that I was done with that job. That job could not When remain. someone tags you out, is it always the guy with the Chris sandwich? Or is it it's, like a rotating... <laughs> it could be anybody. It could be anybody. Sometimes sandwich. it's the lady with he the dreadlocks. He could have a McMuffin. Okay, or, good. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what I was wondering. I or didn't a beef know and cheddar specific. from Arby's. Like any kind of sandwich, any kind of meat sandwich. Okay. It had to be a meat sandwich. Yes, it's true. Not a bean and cheese burrito. <laughs> and uh, The meat sandwich is the conch of Kinko's. Like gosh. if you have the meat sandwich, you <laughs> have the floor basically it is nice though that because when you work at kinko's all of your gifts are either stationary or uh color copies and ring bound pictures that you've and then you give them to all your family because you get uh it's essentially just white color Ooh, another cat calendar exactly <laughs> i made a calendar with all of the pictures of the family i can't it. wait to ring in 1992 <laughs> with an adorable tabby <laughs> I know. There's no. It's a. They're FedEx office now, by the way. I know it's FedEx office. Yeah. It's uh. And they're not sponsoring this. No, they aren't. They are not sponsoring this. Certainly not now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, if people do want to sponsor, feel free to use the donation button. Knock yourselves out. <laughs> hey, look at that. You just lobbed that one at me. Nice work. Nice work, Palasek. From. Uh, so, um, so what was your favorite? What was your favorite scene? Did you have a favorite scene in the movies? And of all the movies, or the seventh, or movie any of them? them? Yeah, I don't care. Wow. What? What? what scene I really can liked. You remember? I really liked because uh, I was kind of turned off by the movies by the third movie, but the fourth movie I really liked because of the dragon. Like that was like my favorite. There's a dragon. Oh, Norbert? <laughs> when Norbert was in there? Yeah, and he's like okay. flying away from the dragon, and the dragon's on the building, and the little root shingles come off the roof. And I'm like, this oh, is a Goblet dragon. of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Yeah, yeah. The okay. fourth, fourth one. Fourth one, okay. And so I, I like that because it made me feel like that's that I could survive a situation like that. Sure, because you're just a guy. I know. He's just a kid. He's, he's just a kid. You could do I, it. I could fly if I had powers. I thought, you know, it was it was interesting. There's so many powers right now. When the when the scenes just are different from the movie, from the books, I don't usually mind because I think, well, this will be nice when you read the books because it'll flesh those scenes out, right? And then you'll get like like when they go to Gringotts in the in seven point two. Yeah. Um, that's a great scene where and and there is you know they do there. Are some discrepancies. Hermione does not free la, the la, dragon. La, 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 uh. la, 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 la. <laughs> I have not seen seven point two. I know yet. you haven't seen seven point two, but you read the book, right? Yeah. So it was. I mean, they did a really good job with with Gringotts and the and the escape of it. I thought that yeah, they... those little money goblins. How did they come up with that archetype? <laughs> so awful! Like, why yeah. are there so many like weird races? Like, there was a lot yeah, of yeah. There was some weird racial stuff, but then she put in like she needed to put in like races. She needed to make everybody, every other race, be present. Speaking of racism in movies, yes, uh, a different movie. Did you see the X, the new X Men movie? X Men First Class. Yeah, yeah. Sure. When when, uh, when the guy's trying to convince him to come over, and he's like, otherwise it's going to turn into like slavery, and they cut to the only black mutant. I noticed that too. Who dies 10 minutes later. Instantly. (laughs) I noticed that too and I wondered if that was and I felt like that was that's so funny you say that. (laughs) And I really just felt like did I just get slapped in the face with a race (laughs) joke or were they trying to make a point? I think it had to be a point. You can't do that as a joke. Can't? I mean... No. Can't just be like slavery, whenever, black guy. Like it's whenever race comes up and you have like there's there happens to be one black person in the room and you're just like I'm not gonna look at him. I'm not gonna look at him. I'm not gonna look at him. <laughs> they made us look I, at him. I don't see race. I don't see it. Like yeah, and then they yes. killed. Why did they kill the then one? They kill them. They <laughs> one, kill, as what, do they not hear stand comics from the mid nineties? <laughs> exactly. You know we've done so much good. And I'll tell you something. Comedy is actually cured. I had a neighbor, very old, in her eighties, who uh, sold her house to a nice Filipino family, and she said they are they're Oriental. And then she paused for a second. She said, "I think I'm supposed to say Asian." And you know what did that? Comedy. Comedy did that. Yeah. We we fixed that. I learned that from Avenue Q. Did you learn? From, oh, really? I heard it from Oriental jokes from uh, Carlin, like George Carlin from the '80s. Man, he was just like, "Stop calling people Oriental," and uh, and then and then we learned. They and would always, nice. yeah. They would always. When I was in when I was in college, um, I went to UCLA. It was a very PC. Go Bruins. It was a very PC university. And also, really at the dawn of the PC movement, which was late 80s, early 90s, when it was like, no, we say African-American, we say Asian, <laughs> right, right. A- Asian-American. And so there was, um, I had an Asian friend who did not think the following joke was funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but but this, a, this friend of mine, and now she, you said, hear it. she said, um, she said uh, things are Oriental, people are Asian. Okay. Right? So I was like, oh, okay, so does that mean an Asian girl has an Oriental pussy? And she was like, 
Not funny at all. Not funny. Maybe if it were all. a cast of her pussy. Maybe. I just had so really? many of there? those That's moments. Where I went. That's where I went. So many of those moments where I where I thought like, oh, this is gonna slaughter. And it's just you can just feel the like the air yeah. get sucked out Bad of the room. Racial decisions when you're talking to somebody. I've i I went to Suli McCullough, one of the funniest stand up comics. Also went to UCLA. Who also went to yeah. UCLA? Uh, you went to UCLA with my husband, Andy Ashcraft. I did. You did, and Randy Braun and a oh, bunch Randy of Randy Braun, yeah, of yeah, course. There you go. Shout out, Randy. Friend. How the hell are you? Randy Braun. Yep, Randy Braun. All right. Hey, you guys remember him, right? <laughs> the people in the front row are like, why are you mentioning these people we don't know? You, you guys what are page are they on? <laughs> Did you guys go to UCLA with, uh, with Chris Hardwick? With Randy Braun. Well, Randy so and that I were been in the same. same. We were in the UCLA Comedy Club together. We used to. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that's about as mildly impressed as you should be. <laughs> uh, this, oh, oh thank you, you for telling me a thing. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, you, I, ah, great. I picked apples with Randy Braun and his, uh, and his wife a couple of oh, years here, ago. Oh, here, well, I'll be that guy. Oh, like that's the uh, and that's all that's the reaction of like, oh, I'll just uh, go up pleasant. and pitch, which would uh, signal, who am I, Andy Kindler now? Uh, I'll go up and pitch. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it was a very, it was a very PC, it was very, very right, PC. Right, and, and. But I would, I would expect that my friends would know, like, I'm not, I'm the least racist person in the world. If I say something like that, it's because it's, I'm being right, right. silly about it. Right, right. There's, 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 right. You're being, uh, I mean, first of all, it's so like filthy and racist that you're just like, obviously it's a joke. You know, I mean, it's not like you're going up to somebody's mom and going, you know, you're like, bless, bless you. you. It's a, uh, I'm sorry. Science. That's what I say. Uh, to, I don't know what your uh, belief Instead structure of, is. It's true. Are, <laughs> Science or uh, secular humanism is another thing I <laughs> say to people when they sneeze. Okay, I'm sorry. <sighs> it's going to come to blows. But yeah, it's because I, I used to tell this joke. You, you ever do like because sometimes comics will come up to me and say, I have a horribly sexist joke that I can't tell because I'm a man. You should tell this joke because it's awesome. And then it's just some fucking nightmare. And, uh, <laughs> and like, I did that to Sully McCullough with a black joke. And he looked at me like, hey, that's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> well, now you got to tell the joke. Well, it was, uh, I, well, the thing is, is I ended up, I ended up telling the joke. Because I was like, yeah, I ended up. No, no, no. She has to tell the joke. <laughs> I don't think she does. I don't. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's on my first album, actually. We don't it was have like, to hide un, in the it's, forest. It's under jokes that nobody likes. <laughs> it was, uh, it was the fact that, uh, right after we went into Iraq again, um, I said, uh, and to get this joke, all you have to know is you have to just be against the Monroe Doctrine and uh, and, and know the history of Liberia. And so um, it's uh, I know that we invaded Iraq because we wanted our oil back. But did we invade um, Liberia because we want our slaves back? Ah. That was the entire joke. And Sully McCullough was like. Yeah, no. No, I'm not telling that joke. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be over here not talking to you for the rest of the evening. And then he's since uh, been very polite. <laughs> so I think he's hopefully forgot. But let's remind him because I know he's a listener. Hey, Sully. Nothing. Okay. It's uh, him and Greg Fitzsimmons. Neither one of them will drive up the coast to come and be on my show. Greg Fitzsimmons, the least black person. Uh, and know. filthy. Have you ever, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the stand-up comedy of Mr. Greg Fitzsimmons, but it's amazing. And I have seen old ladies uh, laugh at his, the filthiest, uh, craziest sex well, jokes that's, ever. That's the thing about, a, you know, and, and, and Louis C.K. too gets away with calling his daughter a cunt on stage. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's, 
it's such an amazing tool. Like that's that's a sign of an amazing comic when they can, because comedy is all I think is all about safety and letting the audience know, like, hey, we're all you know everything's okay and we're just kind of messing around. And and an amazing comic can bring the audience to that place where they can say right. something that no one else could get away with. Have you seen Palisex Act? Holy crap! I call everybody cunts. <laughs> <laughs> You were constantly, constantly, constantly. constantly. You, but your stuff is kind of constantly. What is it's... it, Maria? You can't face. What you <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, um, what, but your stuff is one-linery, right? Uh, I mean, I I write and a bunch of dark. lines. <laughs> yeah, and some it's dark. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I, I don't swear. This is a lot. digressed into stand-up comedy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is what this is what happens when you put comics together for for a long time. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Gonna, it's gonna start it's good. Out. I don't swear a lot, but uh, I think this is because like when I talk, I don't really swear a lot. But I feel like sometimes like I make fun of like people dying, and that's like shocking, or like pe- death. Or, in general, uh, you talk about death a lot. The Japanese bombing Pearl Harbor, like you right. know, like <laughs> too soon, <laughs> too soon. Yeah, so it gets like I have a joke about terrorism. That's not even is really about for? terrorism. Oh, okay. What's that? Is, is it, it for? It's for terrorism. Oh, okay, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be. They shocking. really have a point if you think <laughs> if you look at their doctrines, bro. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but it was funny because like uh, my mom is really weird and. <laughs> And she, uh, before, like, I had a college show last week, and I have a joke about terrorism, and she was like, you know, Michael, there's a lot of memorials going on this weekend, and people might not like to hear a joke about terrorism. And I'm like, Mom, you don't know what's funny. Because and... <laughs> 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 now's the perfect time. Yeah, exactly. Last night, it's Eddie, in their minds. Yeah, it's in their minds. Last night on stage, Eddie Pepitone was at this thing I was at, and all he was doing was introducing a short film that he was in, and he said, 10 years ago today. And this is last night, September 11th, because <laughs> this is being recorded September 12th. And he said, 10 years ago today, I lost my car at a Target on La Brea in Santa Monica, and the first responder, Juan Ramirez, uh, saved my life that day. And he went on, it's like, and you never, for, and he went on in this huge never forget thing wow. about, yeah, and by the way, uh, it got a laugh, un- unlike here, because Eddie Pepitone can do it, because he's got <laughs> enough. Uh, but I think, I, I think that, you know, people who are fans of yours or people who are fans of yours are, 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 yeah, are yours. Or yours. People, or mine, but, but yeah. I think, I, I think, I hope people understand that when we say awful things, it's yeah. because we are, uh, because they terrify us. Like, right. that's how we get control over things is by trying to own it, by trying to Yeah, make you're it trying to diffuse palatable. it. Palatable. Yeah, yeah. totally it's like trying when, to it. It's like when Dumbledore said, just say Voldemort. Just, that's it, exactly. Nice work. I brought nice it work. back. Fucking brought it back sweet. to Voldemort. Brought it back. You brought this phoenix back from the ashes. <laughs> Let's go back. We're going to keep her. talking until she writes another book. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. Do you think she's going to uh, unretire Harry Potter after a few years? Oh. I heard a theory that someone was saying that studios are already planning to reboot the Harry Potter uh, series in ten, <laughs> in 10 years. Yeah. In about okay. 10 years. Right? Double yeah. boo. Yeah. Boo Double is right. Boo. I heard Daniel yeah. Radcliffe say it. Like, he was like, uh, I really enjoyed the process. 
I, I know I won't be the only one who gets to do this, but I really enjoy it. And I was like, oh. I didn't even think about that. I never thought about yeah. that. Holy crap. They made so much money, though. It's... Yeah, yeah. How, I mean, that would be like stopping to print money. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't just keep doing it. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not. How about now? Let's just start it now. And uh, There's got to be an 11-year-old out there who wants to do this. Rupert yeah. Grint's little brother, anything? It's um. No. Nope. I don't want it to happen. I didn't want him to take his shirt off. That's what I didn't want, Rupert <laughs> Grant. That was a lot. When did he When did he take his shirt off? Uh, he's, when they got out of the lake after they uh, jumped off the dragon. Which one? Oh, the Ministry of Magic. Oh, the after the splinching. Yeah, okay. he took off his shirt for the first time, and you're like... Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make you do more crunches, kid. And, uh, he's a nice guy. Nice guy, I'm sure. Very, very sweet. I mean, I'm not very fit. He's but, like a um, 35 a... millionaire or like however much money he has. Oh, they're all crazy, crazy yeah. millionaires. That, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a bag of Scrooge McDuck. Emma Watson's worth about $54 million. Or really? Some cra- it's some crazy, like... There was a, what are they going to do now? Are there was an article about like and... what they were going to do. And like Emma Watson was like, oh, I want to move on. I wanna... That's Hermione, right? She, yeah. She's like, I want to go to college or whatever. And they went to Ron and, and he was just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a lot of fun. This is really cool. I'm going to keep doing You know, the typecasting there. You know what, though? I Here's one of the reasons why I love Daniel Radcliffe is because he is a genuinely nerdy kid. Yeah. I saw him on the Graham Norton show, and he got so excited to recite Tom Lehrer's Elements song. Oh, right. And so he does it. And he's really nervous, but and he gets that kind of like he gets that kind of like no stop no no stop um 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 so my favorite uh, my favorite uh, musician is um uh, he's an American his name's Tom Lair do you know him Tom Lair (laughs) and he does the element song and I'm I'm going to do it okay stop it shut shut up like he's so excited (laughs) to do it yeah he and he fucking does it he memorized the element song right oh that's awesome I don't know is that the song about all the elements yeah he just names all the elements in the periodic table. Yeah, they, that's it. it exactly. Fuck, fuck Balsium, surprisingly uh, omitted. <laughs> omitted. No FB? It's a no good FB? callback. No FB. A fun callback. Little B. 104? And, uh, 104. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, they, I, they all were typecast. I mean, she is a complete, you know, bookworm, and he's a, a slacker. The, guy, the guys who played Crab and Goyle, one of them didn't even make it into the last movie because he got stoned. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he got arrested for... He smoked a joint and somebody caught him and they were like, nope, not in the movie. Wow. Not in 7.2, so sad, too bad. You don't get the last $12 billion. And he was like, well, I bought land. It'll be fine. <laughs> I don't think those actors were getting millions of dollars. And yeah, but they were probably... I mean, it was probably He's enough to well. you know, buy a nice house. Not after they have to pay their 90% British taxes. Oh, that's right. Maybe they run a dole? No, that's what they're covering. (laughs) The dole. Weirdly, JK's still on it. Like, it's just a weird thing. They just never just did the paperwork. I'm an independent contractor. A mega billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Was it Crab or Goyle? I don't even remember. Who Who didn't make the last movie? You know when they go into the room of requirement and, it, and there's it's only one on fire? Yeah, there's. A, I thought there was both of them. No, there was only one of them, and then a black kid. Oh, okay, it was a British. Then <laughs> they, they were like, instantly killed. <laughs> instantly killed. He he died. Fuck. Did he yeah. really die? Why do you gotta kill? Oh, did they I kill disapprove. him? He was the one that died. Yeah, he was the one who died. He's the one who doesn't make it out of the room. The one. 
the one because one of them didn't make it out of the room yeah. in the book. And I mean, can we? If, if anyone can take anything away from today's podcast, it's please let black people live in the <laughs> yeah. or stop murdering or them. Start killing white people in Tyler Perry movies. Oh, <laughs> like to start. <laughs> I enjoy that a great deal. I <laughs> for everyone. This is like this yeah, weird cinematic like... eye for an eye. That for every, <laughs> every black person who dies in a predominantly white movie. That's really funny. That's Excellent. Really, really funny. That would be fantastic if they did it. Yeah, because they, you know, but I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know what they'll do when they, when they reboot it. Will there be another national? Because 10 years from now, how old will J.K. Rowling be? 60? Is she 50 so, now? Yeah, I think I she might be. At, I think she might be younger 45, than 45, maybe? You guys want to look that up? Who's, what, no, it doesn't matter. And, uh, does, me, I mean, she won't be. Let me go to my wand, which has the uh, feather from Steve Jobs in it. <laughs> the tail feather of. Oh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Let me see how. Do you think they'll really... write new scripts? Well,. Oh wow! I wonder if Steve Cloves. Okay, so that's great. Um, Ooh, J- if you put J.K. Rowling into Google search, uh, J.K. Rowling boobs. net worth is the second oh. <laughs> one that comes up, and because it came up, I kind of want to know. Yeah, let's feel J.K. it. J.K. Rowling. Uh, okay, Can I'm, on, I'm on the uh, J.K. Rowling's Wikipedia page, which dares you to guess whether or not uh, any of it's true information. Um, <laughs> is this going to be in pounds or euros or dollars? probably going to be in euro oh actually they wrote it this looks like it's in in u.s dollars but it's uh it's not uh, must have been before our rating dropped yep because <laughs> uh, why would why would anyone believe in okay all right uh so she has two daughters one son uh 65 so she's 46 years old oh wow she's 46 years old okay so she'll be 55 and 400 uh, million copies okay she's worth about a billion dollars She's yeah, worth she's, worth, of, she's worth a nice chunk of change. She's not living check to check. A billion fucking dollars. So what? 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 Other... <laughs> well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Let's talk about where you're going to be in October. Are you going to be doing anything fun? Actually, I would like to go through in detail my step by step conspiracy theory about how Dumbledore is still alive. <laughs> um, starting at the first movie, I'm positive he's alive in the first four. Ooh. I think he might be. Maybe he was dead the whole time. What did you think of that? Wouldn't it have been funny if it was like, oh, I wrote this really great series, and it ends like The Sixth Sense. <laughs> and, uh, they're all ghosts. They're all ghosts. It's, uh, I didn't, did you guys get The Sixth Sense when it happened? Like, I had to wait for like the second beat. Uh, I, I, <laughs> wait, I don't always get. I did. Well, there were a bunch of movies that had the, oh, no, you're actually the ghost as the mechanism, like <laughs> right. the others. Like, there yeah. were a few of them, and then they fucking ruined that. It's like the Hitler mustache. Like, it's ruined forever. <laughs> like, you can't ever, ever have that, no. and now you can't ever do the you're the Poor ghost. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, you're the yeah, ghost. Why don't everybody ever call it the Charlie Chaplin mustache? No. Because he didn't There's the reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Belzeg. Is there, is there other fantasy books that you would recommend people read that are oh, like... Oh, I just was like, saying that I, I, I haven't... I have an Audible account, so when we drive to our shows or whatever, I'm reading The Magicians right now by Les Grossman, and it starts out kind of rough, but I like it now. Okay, yeah. so you're on the second one? I'm on or? the first book. I'm near the end of it, and I kind of liked it. Okay, it's, it just took a it's second darker. to darker. Yeah, it's darker. It's mo- way more American, because they're all American. <laughs> right, right, so they're not British. Yeah. Um, right. So it's something I can relate to more, like, if I had magic, like, that's somewhere I would go. Like, because I'm not going to go to England for that. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I got Fair enough. My I like this kind of patriotism. <laughs> it's good stuff. No, it's just more comfortable here. There's more things. Uh, I don't even know. I haven't been to England. Um, but yeah. That's that's, that's what I'm reading right now. I can't uh, and, it's and then pretty like, good. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Okay. I'm interested in doing right. more. You got anything? Uh, I'm just reading Walking Dead again on my iPad. Um, and, uh, oh, your iPad. The, uh, the Discworld series seems to be... Uh, oh, like. right. Terry Pratchett, then, right? Terry Pratchett. And then the other thing that I, that I really encourage people to read if they haven't read it in a long time is... And I don't know why they haven't made this movie yet is Magician's Nephew. Like, why did they do Lion, the Witch, and the War? Like, why, did, why didn't they do Magician's Nephew? I think it's the best... Of the of of that of that series because you see how Narnia was created and it's it's a really is cool... it a C.S. Lewis prequel kind of thing? No, no, it's just the first book of of that series. Oh, it's a prequel, right? Well, it's it's a but, but it was no, no, written but last it was written. It's a sixth and a. It's the first book. Nice work happening in the dark forest. Holy shit! Do we have a well prize done. for her? I know. It's uh, so I guess in yes, that in that case, I'm a douche, and you're right. It is a it is a prequel, but it's, it, like, it's no, you're not a douche. You just didn't know what it meant. Okay. Uh, well, I know what prequel means. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Don't come. But no, it's uh, so. But that's essentially the very first story, and it's fucking awesome. That's what I heard. Yeah. Okay, because I never read. I read all of uh, C.S. Lewis's adult and it never stuff. gets any attention. I stopped at and the Phantom really, Tollbooth. It's really wow. good. Did he write the Phantom Tool? No, I just okay. enjoyed that one. Oh, fair enough. That was a good one. I, I read that one. I just can't remember who wrote it. Who wrote it? Norman Lear? Yeah. No, not Norman Lear. Norman Mailer? Yeah. Norman Mailer wrote the Phantom Toll Booth. That's what I want to happen. Why not? It's because uh, because uh, he's good. So they're not it. making the magician's nephew. Is that what you're saying? It seems like they're not. Why not? Oh, it is. Well, according to him, you uh, just made it go. happen. Oh my God, I willed it, it to happen. <laughs> Guys, where's my letter? Where's my owl? Where's your owl? I was very sad that they killed the owl. Uh, When I say they, I mean J.K. Rowling. Why do you got to kill the owl? Hedwig. I don't know why Hedwig wasn't flying. You know, like, why can't Hedwig meet you? Like, Hedwig has met him at other events. Why does Hedwig have... He, he really, I, my theory Hedwig, knows no. You know what? Hedwig loved taking the subway, and it's just like he got on at the wrong time. So he, some shady characters asked him for change. So, so he's like, on the back. What's of with the, that letter, owl? And then he was like, Wah! and the guy just shot him and took the letter, and then that's what happened. You guys, this was great. Yeah. I had a really good time. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time, and I, I hope that uh, I hope that people appreciate the Harry Potter as much as uh, we we have. Oh, I think I think that there's been a lot of excitement online <laughs> I hope people, about people, people really get on board with Harry Potter. You know, it's a, a they're definitely, on. but the Dork Forest is totally on board with Harry Potter. They totally they're in they're, yeah. uh, I've already been. People are like, oh, I need to listen to this episode. It's going to be a good one. I was like, well, feel free to show up for the next one, people. Uh, the next <laughs> the, one is October 20th, and it'll be Mark Maron. Who knows what his uh, uh, his dorkdom will be? The Mark Maron dorkdom, which is which I think is scrabbling the Voldemort around. of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> his his dorkdom is scrabbling around. He, he does that. What is it? Uh, what is it when you can uh, the, when you can read people's minds? Occlumency. There you go. It's. I, I think Marin has occlumency because what he what he can do is he can he can read your mind. You guys go see Chris Hardwick doing stand up comedy. Go see Michael Palasek doing stand up comedy. Actually, I do have a thing that I want to promote. Please talk we it did, up. We did a TV version of my podcast. The really? Nerdist, which is the Nerdist. Gonna, it's going to air on September 24th after Doctor Who on BBC America. Holy crap! And we have actually have 
Um, the guests on the show are Craig Ferguson and Matt Smith. What? Holy crap. I know, right? That is a nerd guest. It was awesomely fun. That is expecto so, nerdium. Yes, so uh, that's September 24th. I'm September 24th. BBC America. Sweet. All right. Excellent. And you, Michael Pelson? Oh, yeah. We'll be doing I, some stand-up. Yeah, uh, September 30th, I'll be in Scottsville, Michigan, Scottville, Michigan at okay. West Shore Community College at 7.30 p.m. It's open. The community It's college. open to the community. <laughs> I'm going to be going to Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And, uh, uh, sometime in October when this airs, and that'll be and that'll be lovely. Could you be less specific? I know. I was like, it's a, <laughs> do you I'm know I'm hanging out with you? Uh, like, you guys go. should go to jackiecation.com is what I'm saying. No, I'm going to be at the Laughing Skull in in, Great the, club. in Atlanta. That's awesome. Amazing Laughing club. That's so and I'm going to cool. do Chattanooga the night before. Uh, I'm going to do and I and I'm going to do it because uh, the guy said, you know, James Adomian and uh, and and Kyle Kinane both did it, and I was like. Well, I want to be like them. I, yeah, I'll drive two hours and go do a thing in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to go to Chattanooga, Tennessee the night before uh, the Atlantic Egg, the Laughing Skull. Also, nice. I just taped a set for Ferguson that'll be on. I'm oh, there you go. Sweet. So All right. If and you follow I, me on Twitter, I'll let people know. And I'm going to be on This American Life. Oh, uh, I'm taping that tomorrow. Awesome. And uh, I don't know when that'll air. But uh, oh. I'm going to get to meet Ira Glass. Wow. And uh, that's exciting. And I'm going to be on The Dork Forest. Exactly. Yes. And, then, and there's going to be more dork forest you can clap <laughs> and then now we're gonna get to uh find out that uh dana gold knows nothing about harry potter but uh, i think he's gonna do his gay wizard set i heard about uh <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> how are we gonna get out of the way so dana can, can tell his uh, jokes it it does, i'm gonna fix it in post you're just gonna get up and leave and these people are gonna say thank you very much clap yay thank you jackie Here's the thing. Okay, well, first of all, let's just do a joke right out of the game. <laughs> Dancing with the stars. I count two lies in that. <laughs> Chaz Bono was once a man trapped in the body of a woman and is now a man trapped in the body of the jug player from the Country Bear Jamboree. (laughs) Um, The thing that I find that is appealing about the Harry Potter books is that good and evil are very clearly defined. Uh, and in and, and real life, it's, it's never as simple or, nor as fun. I'll give you an example. Uh, my father, who I would describe my father as Archie Bunker without the grace and elegance. <laughs> and he was visiting us in uh, February with my mom. And uh, I was talking to my dad. And I said, see, Dad, it was a warm day. And I go, see, Dad, this is why I live in Los Angeles. Middle of February, 75 degrees. And he said, of course it's warm. Bunch of queers. <laughs> and he's not an evil man. He's just, he just doesn't think. He doesn't. And, but my wife is immediately like, you have to say something to him. You can't let him get away with that. And like, say what? He thinks gay people give off heat. <laughs> There's no argument to have. There are not two sides to every story. You think that because CNN has to cram 46 minutes of news into 24 hours. 
And so you're always getting two sides of a one-sided story to fill the time. We're joined now by the parents of two of the children who were killed in the amusement park catastrophe, and in the interest of fairness, a spooky weirdo in army fatigues who thinks dead kids are hilarious. <laughs> it's so frustrating. But um, it's all just as an ever-widening segment of the pop cultural, of the cultural pie that I just don't understand. You know, and I, and I do... I, I do think it's time for the apes to just come and take it. <laughs> I, I, I really do. I was, since this is the dork forest, I can, I can delve into some little bit of material that I, I can't do anywhere else. Um, <laughs> I, did, uh, I loved uh, the new Planet of the Apes movie. I thought it was awesome. I thought it wouldn't have been as good if Caesar had a regular chimp name like Bongo or Mr. Waffles. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, I didn't. I never thought there'd be a Planet of the Apes movie about a bunch of apes really trying to get to Marin. <laughs> um, and uh, the only part of it that wasn't believable is that there was no poop thrown at the end. But uh, the original uh, Apes, as, as people who know me, is my, is my favorite film of all time. And uh, there's only there's two things that really strike me as, as bizarre. Uh, if you recall the film, the entire first half of the movie is Charlton Heston giving shit to this other astronaut. They just walk through the desert for a half an hour, and he's just ragging on Landon. Poor Landon, who never did anything. At one point, he just turns to Landon, and he goes, your loved ones are dead and forgotten for 20 centuries. 20 centuries! Even if you could get back, they'd think you were something that fell out of a tree. Aren't you? You're the commander of the mission. Are you not in charge of morale? Is that not? A, has that ever been on a Star Trek? We're surrounded by Klingons, Captain. We deserve to die. All of us. Anyone? I hope they kill us fast. At one point, he's talking to Nova. And he's talking about the female astronaut, Stuart, who died in the, when the ship sank. And uh, he turns to her and he says, Did I tell you about Stuart? There was a lovely girl, the most precious cargo we brought along. She was to be the new Eve, with our hot and eager help, of course. Really? <laughs> Was that her job on the mission? Why do I bet she thought she was the botanist? <laughs> well, now that we've landed, you better crack open Operation New Eve. I don't know what it is, but we'll certainly follow orders. <laughs> this is clearly a mistake. It says I have to fuck all you guys. Well, you know, orders are orders. We have to do what we have to do. Um... Yeah, no, the only thing about the, the New Apes film that I would have really liked was at the end, I, I would have thought it would have been great if Caesar still had Roddy McDowell's sort of fey English voice. So after all that, he still went, Caesar is home. Uh, that would have been really funny. Because <laughs> he is in those movies. He manages to be both fey and English, yet stirring and fight like apes. <laughs> Everyone just fight like apes now. Fight like crazy apes. <laughs> I wonder in 2,000 years, 
what people will think when they see our culture. Like, when they think of the Beverly Hills Cemetery, what will whatever race inhabits our planet at that time think when they exhume the Beverly Hills Cemetery? Just like, these female skeletons with these giant non-biodegradable saline implants. Just, the wealthiest women were buried with water balloons. Clearly, it was a water balloon worshipping culture. I, that is the that is the thing that I don't understand more than anything else is is is, is plastic surgery for non reconstructive purposes. Just it, women get it to look younger, and it would make perfect sense if one of them ever came out looking younger. <laughs> but they don't. They don't look. They just look the same. They all come out with plastic surgery face. No matter who they look like going in, they all come out the same. They look like the girl from the band on The Muppet Show. <laughs> Janice from Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Men do stuff too. I mean, you've seen men get plastic surgery too. You've seen, you know, Bruce Jenner on the Kardashians. And, you know, it's just, I don't know what he said to his doctor. I just walked in and... I don't know, I just want to look like a ventriloquist dummy at the bottom of a swimming pool. <laughs> but men get toupees, which boggles my mind. I, the theory being, I don't feel masculine now that my hair has fallen out, so I'm going to put on a wig <laughs> like Nana. But the weirdest thing that women do, some women get plastic surgery into their late 70s. Getting plastic surgery into your late 70s, it's kind of like painting your house as the fire approaches. <laughs> Just die. There's no shame in it. We're all going to die. Every magazine at the health food store is going to say, live longer. Prolong your life. To a point. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had a long conversation with somebody in their mid-90s. One thing you don't hear a lot. This is great. <laughs> My bones feel like a tube sock full of dead goldfish. <laughs> There was a guy in Borneo who lived to be 113 years old. 113 years. Now, when you're that old, when you wake up in the morning, it has to be this like... <sighs> you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> really? Another one? What am I, Dracula? I don't have any plans up there if somebody was thinking of killing anybody. I blew off the Iditarod. Uh, the end. Thank you very much. You guys are great. Yeah. Dana Gould, people, uh, the best comic ever. How about a life's round of applause for that? I, uh, thank you so much for coming out and supporting a live dork forest. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? 
If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?